Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the Word of God. I'm excited about getting into Colossians chapter number four today. We're going to begin to look at these verses. We'll break them down, give some applicable uh, Bible truth here to our lives today, and I promise you, you're going to enjoy it. It will be a blessing in our life. Now, before I get to this chapter of the Bible, let me invite you to visit helpfortoday.org. Helpfortoday.org. Help for Today is a free resource put together by the staff of the North Valley Baptist Church and the faculty of the Golden State Baptist College. Now, this is free for you. They put these articles together. These men and ladies, I tell you, they walk with God. They take time to write articles. Some of them are bulleted lists. Some of them are long written out articles. There's also bus flyers. All this kind of content that will be a help to the Christian life is available on Help For Today. I want you to visit the site, helpfortoday.org. When you do, a pop-up box will appear. It'll say, subscribe. All you do is type in your email address, hit the subscribe button. That puts you on our free email list. Every day, you'll get an article sent to you from Help For Today. Now, I use those articles for devotions in my own Bible study time. What I'll do is I'll read my Bible. And after I'm done with my Bible reading, I'll get an email from Help For Today. I'll check the email and then I'll use that article as a devotional thought, sort of like an additive to the Bible reading time. Now, all the articles aren't written directly to me as far as content goes, but all of them have content within them that can be a help to my life. I believe the same will be true for you. So visit helpfortoday.org and subscribe, and you'll be glad that you did. All right, we're in the final chapter of Colossians, Colossians chapter number 4. I've enjoyed this book of the Bible. I told you Colossae was a town in the shadow of Laodicea. So these Christians were battling that Laodicean Christian culture, that lukewarm Christian culture, that uh, lukewarm Christianity that thought they didn't need God, depended upon self. And Colossae is so close that you'll find Paul is writing to them, and he's going to have to combat that sort of a spirit there that's taking over in Laodicea. Now this chapter begins... Masters, give unto your servants that which is just and equal. So the command is, if you're a boss, if you're over employees, if you have a position of power, be just and give them that which they deserve. Now, that should be common sense, and you'd hope everybody would act that way. The truth of it is, oftentimes it's not the case. But here's the motivation, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. And isn't that the truth? No matter how powerful a man might be, no matter how powerful a woman might be in this world, there is a God in heaven who is Lord of lords, King of kings, and all-powerful. There's always a higher authority. Now, I spoke a little bit on that last broadcast that you better get used to obeying authority. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how far you go in life. 
you're going to always have an authority. And it's just how it is. You've got to submit. You've got to submit. You've got to submit to the speed limit. I, you've got to submit. You've got to submit to the taxes you have to pay. You've got to submit to the boss that you have, to the parents that you, you've got to learn to obey those who have the rule over you. And if you ever get into a position of power, you have to understand, hey, you might have some power, but God has all power. And you need to understand, give unto your ser- that which is just and equal, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Now, verse number two, continue in prayer. And watch in the same with thanksgiving. Continue in prayer. Watch in the same with thanksgiving. With all praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Paul here challenges the Colossians to pray. Not just pray, but to continue in prayer. Not just to pray sometimes, but to be praying continually. And to watch with thanksgiving. Make sure your prayers don't get bitter. Make sure your prayers aren't whining prayers. Make sure your prayers aren't prayers of ingratitude. But pray with thanksgiving. And he said, don't just pray, but pray for me. Paul said, pray for me. You know the burdens that I've carried. You know the battles I fight. You know the uh, the, the, the path that I trod. You understand my ministry. He said, brethren, pray for me that God would open for us a door. He's not praying, uh, saying pray for me that it'd get easier. He's not saying pray for me that I'd get uh, uh, more accepted. He said, pray that God will keep opening a door for me to preach the mystery of Christ. Even now, he says, I'm in bonds for preaching that. Even now, I'm in captivity for preaching that. Even now, I'm not at liberty for preaching that. But I want to keep preaching it. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to sidestep my calling. Pray that a door will be open for me to preach the gospel. And he said, I want to make it manifest. I like what he says, as I ought to speak. Excuse me, as I ought to speak. What's he saying? That I'll preach it right that I'll preach it straight, that I'll preach it truthfully. Verse 5, walk in wisdom toward them that are without. Who's that? Now, there's two crowds mentioned here. There's a crowd without, so that means there's a crowd within. Now, the Bible command is walk in wisdom toward them that are without. What's that mean? Have a good testimony among that lost world. Can I say that the lost world doesn't care how much Bible you know. They want to see how much Bible you live. They don't care what you preach. They want to see how you live. Redeeming the time. What's that mean? Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Redeeming the time. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. All my state shall shall Tychicus declare unto you, who is a beloved brother and a faithful minister and a fellow servant in the Lord, whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose, that he might know your estate and comfort your hearts. Paul had a heart for the Colossians, a pastor's heart. He loved these people. With Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you, they shall make known unto you all things which are done here. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, saluteth you, and Marcus, sister, son to Barnabas, touching whom you receive commandments, if he come unto you, receive him. And Jesus, which is called Justice, who are of the circumcision, these only are my fellow workers under the kingdom of God, which have been a comfort unto me. Epaphras, there's Epaphras again, Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluteth you, 
always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Paul is listing these men, these people, that have a burden for the Colossians. You know, that's a good reminder to us. You might feel like nobody knows and nobody cares and nobody understands, but can I say there's more than you know that care about you, that pray for you, that labor for you. And isn't it encouraging? Paul might have felt all alone even in his service, but he wasn't. Paul didn't have a crowd, but Paul did have a remnant. Paul did have some fellow laborers. I thank God for those in my generation that have stayed by the stuff, that still stand and serve God, that haven't traded out uh, their calling to make more money. I'm thankful for those that we can labor alongside of, battle buddies, if you will, fellow servants of the Lord. He mentions Epaphras, and he said, Epaphras has a heart for you because he's one of you. He's laboring for you fervently in prayers. He said, I bear him record that he hath a great zeal for you and them that are in Laodicea and them in Hierapolis. He mentions Luke in verse 14. Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea and uh, Nymphos and the church which is in his house. And when this epistle is read among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and that you likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. That might be the epistle John wrote. The letter John wrote, and say to uh, Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. The salutation by the hand of me, Paul, remember my bonds. Grace be with you. Amen. Now this little letter to the Colossians is so filled with rich doctrine. This last chapter begins with that command to a master to treat his servants well. A command to continue in prayer and to practice prayer with thanksgiving. Then Paul begins to Beg that a door be open for him that he might keep preaching the gospel and doing the will of God. Then he finishes by listing those who've labored with him. Onesimus, think about that name, Onesimus. We know that name, Onesimus. We hear Barnabas and Epaphras, Luke, Demas, others. I tell you, God's filled this Bible with so much that we can glean from. We're going to begin in 1 Thessalonians next broadcast, so make sure you tune back in for that. Go back and read through the book of Colossians. Outline the chapters. See what God will speak to you about from this text. And I promise you, every time you open the Bible, God will speak to your heart. Well, I've enjoyed my time with you today, just kind of reading through this final chapter of Colossians. I'll see you next broadcast as we journey into 1 Thessalonians chapter number one. Until then, keep praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.